finishes him. How about that? One. What a hit. Falls free on the ground. South Carolina deserves to have it, and they do. Oh, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. Way to the end zone, and Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide. You got barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me. Hello and welcome back to Serial Bulls. We are ready to break down the conference championships. A lot of news to get through, um, and then we're going to get you out of here. Only one game this weekend, and uh, to sum it up, the over/under on Army Navy is thirty-two and a half. So, uh, if you're into that, go ahead and watch it. But we're not going to extensively break that down. Me personally, I'm giving the edge to Navy for the NASA uniforms. Those are cool. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's not been announced yet, but everyone kind of feels like it's going to be Lee Corso's last hurrah. Um, yeah. He yeah, has been kind of losing it as the year's gone. on. He's hardly picked games this year due to health, but I feel like this is a good opportunity for them to send him off, and maybe I'll go with the Navy too there for sure. It'll be a yeah. nice full circle thing. Definitely. All right, uh, let's get to some news. The playoff top four was released. No real surprises. Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU stayed at three despite losing. And we all saw that. The real head saw that coming. Yeah, then Ohio State got in at four despite Nick Saban. Just uh, it was. I mean, frankly, I was embarrassed for him to be going on <laughs> halftime pregame post show and being like, but just look at what the odds makers would say. Yeah. So, Absolutely. It's it's so funny when you know you're used to being the best team in the in the nation and years be leading into the playoffs like it should only be the best four teams or it'd be the best two teams in the BCS era. Him saying that years ago and now look at him now begging on his knees, please, please let Bryce Young get sacked again by Jalen Carter, please. Oh, we won our last three in a row. It's like okay, like yeah. we cool. so have eyes. I yeah. saw what happened the rest of your season. Maybe don't lose to Tennessee, who got their ass kicked by South Carolina. Or LSU. Yeah. Who stinks? Who stinks? That's right. Um, yeah, so the SEC West champion, four losses, and you lost to them. Um, just truly a bad year for the SEC. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just give me a break. That was like that was embarrassing from Stinky. Satan, honestly. Yeah, have some, have some dignity. Um. Anyway, just despite that, um, Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide are in the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State. Um, I think that could be a fun one because you know Alabama is going to be very mentally checked out. While yeah, I, I'm saying now Kansas State's going to win that game. Just going to yeah, say it. It is going to play that like it is national championship. While Alabama is going to wish they were anywhere else, and that's yeah. going to be um, Orange Bowl, Tennessee, Clemson which is the orange, orange, orange bowl there. I mean, folks, um, cotton too, bowl, much orange. U- too much orange, cotton bowl, USC Tulane. Um, I think that could be a fun game and the Rose bowl is Utah Penn state. I think again, that could be the best game of bowl season because both these teams really want to be there. 
This isn't a, oh, we disappointed this year. We have to settle for the Rose Bowl. Both these teams desperately want to win this game. I think yeah, it's going to oh, Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, but, yeah, they, they got the playoff right. They got the playoff seeding right. And, honestly, most of the time they do. Um, I, I think you could argue when Ohio State got in over TCU and Baylor the first year, that wasn't fair. But then they went and won, won the national championship. Um you know, for as much as we complain about the playoff committee, at the end of the day, they get it right. Who's doing the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? That's the one I like. Oh, I believe that is Washington State in Fresno. Yep, you're right. God damn. Yeah. Ooh, that's off rip. Let's go. This is like Ned naming D1 mascots, folks. Yeah. Ooh, you want to see me really get cooking? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to some coaching hires. The big one, um, Scott Satterfield left Louisville to go to Cincinnati. Um, this hire sucks. Yeah, gross. Uh, Louisville and Louisville fans were begging to fire this guy um, at the end of last season. He came into this year, was okay, I guess. And for Cincinnati to go from Luke Fickle, one of the best coaches in college football, much less the G5, to Scott Satterfield? What what are, what are we doing here? This this move makes um, absolutely no sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it at all either. Um, it's kind of it feels like it's a desperate hire for Cincinnati after they lost uh, Fickle, which is so you don't have to be desperate. You're yeah, great G five team. You're going to the Big Twelve. Just like this was so quick too. I felt like they didn't really vet a lot of people. They're like Scott's out of Louisville, Lincoln Cunningham. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Yeah, sick, perfect. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that this hire baffled me. Um, it was. I just don't think this is going to work out. I just don't like it at all. Yeah. Um. So then, and then Jeff Brown replaces Satterfield at Louisville. Not a big surprise. The man is going home. Uh, he played there. You know, this was rumored for a while. So now we have one more power five opening at, at Purdue. Um, so that'll be interesting to see who fills that. I've seen, honestly, I mean, I don't know how real this is. I've seen a few pieces on the athletic that uh, Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Munkin could be interested in this job. What do you think? Nah, about no, nah, he ain't leaving. I don't think I'd leave for Purdue either, to be honest. Nah. He's waiting for that big boy job. Um, elsewhere in the power five news came out today uh, that Stanford is down to two finalists, the head coach of number two FCS team, Sacramento State, a coach who's built up a program in state, knows how to recruit to a lower level, and has been wildly successful, and Jason Garrett, who was last seen being bad at color commentary on Notre Dame games. Um, You know, Stanford, we've been beating this drum for as long as the show's been on to get rid of David Shaw. The game has passed him by. We didn't mean replace him with a, a disgraced NFL former head coach slash bad offensive coordinator. Yeah. What are we doing here? Mm. I don't know, man. As as a Notre Dame fan, I hope he gets the job because we'll never lose to Stanford again. And he won't and I won't have to listen to him every Saturday do color. That's what that's a win win for me. Yeah, just just dismantle the program, Sanford. You just don't give a shit. Yeah, drop down to FCS. Go to the Pioneer League, the non-scholarship league. I mean, it's embarrassing. Your top graduate student linebacker enter the transfer portal to play lacrosse. I mean, it's over uh, on the farm there. 
All right, next up, in the, also in the pack shop, Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. Um, I've got – I I think Deion's a clown. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I just – that video I – could, I could not care less about all this coverage. Like, look at this 17-minute speech. He talked about the Colorado players, which basically was 17 minutes of saying, you all are bums. You all are out of here. Like, yeah. And then, That's not cool, man. That's not cool. And I know people are just like, oh, he tells it like it is. He's honest. Oh, it's like, okay. Like, I'm sure plenty of coaches tell it like it is. But, oh, my, oh, I didn't see that the TV cameras were there. That's so weird. Whoops, silly old me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I just, it, it runs me the wrong way. And it's, I mean, he, he's I mean, bringing his son too, right? And basically said, hey, you know, my son's playing QB. Like, yeah. Okay. So this is nepotism too. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we know – I mean, if you look at what happened with his weird prep school um, that turned out to be a total fake. Um, now, he did great things at Jackson State. I'm not going to tear him down what he did there. He turned that program into a one of the best teams uh, at the HBCU level, top 25 FCS team. Uh, and those HBCUs are historically very underfunded, very low resources, even compared to the FCS. Um, so he did, he did do a great job at – Jackson State. Yeah. But I just wonder, and even though it is Colorado and it is the Pac-12, the spotlight's a little bit brighter there. Um, you're not playing Grambling. You're not playing Southern. You're not playing Tennessee State. You're playing uh, Revitalized USC. You're playing Oregon. You're playing Utah. And you can recruit. I mean, that's nice. But I don't know. And then, I, I mean, I could just as well see him staying there for five years making the team pretty good as I could see him leading for like the NFL next year. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, that, that video, I, I don't really, I think it's fine that he said that. Cause I get it. You have to come in as a new coach and establish your culture, but just the whole thing where it's like, Oh, everything I say is recorded. How random. Mm-hmm. Isn't this such a great thing? I said, Let, let's make it go viral. Um, it's just like, all right, dude, like <laughs> grow up <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, so I, I think that'll be very interesting to watch. I do not have, uh, very much confidence that it'll be successful. Yeah. Uh, any other hires you want to, you want to touch on? Um, no, nothing, nothing on the top of my head. I think we hit all the big hitters really. Yep. Um, yeah, not, not, nothing really going on. Um, Barry Yodem, former Missouri coach, Arkansas DC is going to UNLV. I mean, break down the doors, stop the presses, huge. Um, another thing I want to get to is the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. I saw so many tweets that were just like, oh my God, a thousand players have entered the transfer portal. Um, Okay. There are over 130 FBS teams. There's also 131 FCS teams. There's Division II teams. I don't know Division Three guys enter the portal, but I assume they can as well. <clears throat> Even if you just take the 1,000 players over an FBS roster, it averages out to 7.5 players per roster. Who fucking cares grow up oh my god the number of people i saw retweet it was like 
a thousand players. This is bad for college football. Free agency. It's five guys a team. Yeah, who gives a shit, man? Blow up. Give me a fucking break with it. Who gives a shit? Like, oh, God, Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison last year, it's a free agency. They're going to USC. They make the playoffs. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. A player can be like, hey, uh, for example, the Mississippi State running back yesterday entered the transfer portal, who basically, like, all but said in his statement, Mike Leach is an asshole. I don't want to play for him. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, that's bad. You should have to sit there and be miserable. I've read some of the comments like, this is the way to be disrespectful. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. what? There's both sides to a story. <laughs> and they're just like, wow, you won't be ready for life if you're not willing to suffer through this. It's like, shut oh, the okay. fuck up. Yeah. You're a middle manager at a multinational company. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You sell cars at CarMax. Relax. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's just like, it's just all these weird ways of being like, uh, what, 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 I forget what it is exactly, but the word for it rather, but just all these people, uh, oh, it's concern trolling. That's what they're doing. I don't know if this is the best thing for the athlete. Just say you want them to sit down, shut up and not move schools and suffer through it and move it along. Yeah. Don't try to couch it in all this stuff about, well, I don't know if this is the best thing for the athlete. Just shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of hearing this. Yep. Or the portal, you know, we, we went to Hampton, Sydney, we had a former Division One quarterback come play for us. He was great. Uh, he played at Tennessee, and he came to play for us. I didn't see anybody crying about it there, saying, oh, the free agencies. Like, this stuff has happened before. It'll happen There's probably again. some making fans. There are probably <laughs> some right off making fans. who are like, it's not there. Yeah, I mean, I was there on the sideline when he uh, dropped his shoulder and ran over the outside linebacker. Oh, yeah. On, on, oh, yeah. I, I'd be pissed if I was making I remember that, too. Uh, but it, it, it's just like, you know, you have to like all this stuff. It's so weird. It's like I'm getting mad. Then a 19 year old changed their minds. Mm-hmm. Like, just just think about it. Just think like really break it down and think about what you're getting pissed off about. Um, and you see all these things. OK, here's here's a, a coaching <clears throat> hire we should talk about. Tulsa hired Kevin Wilson from Ohio State, formerly of Indiana. The reason he's formerly of Indiana is because he was abusing his players. And they fired him for it. Uh, but no one's going to bring that up. No. Right? No and one's ever going to bring that up. In that situation, if five of his players, if the portal had existed at the time, had been like, hey, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh, what, should we sit there and be like, oh, I can't believe you wouldn't take the abuse. Grow up. Is that one bomb still coaching for Texas A&M under Jimbo? Durkin? Yeah, he yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to sit and be like you need to sit there and listen to dj fucking darkin give me a break yeah. i'm so sick of this shit i saw a comment or, or a comic from some dipshit college football account it was like makes you think and it was like a quarterback being like i'm the third string and then he's like well now i'm one of a thousand i made a mistake and i was like one that's definitely how it works you've got it really figured out and two <laughs> great fucking opinion dipshit I'm Way to just, waste your time making a comic. Yeah, if you, if that thing if that spoke to you at all, I'm just gonna jingle my car keys in front of you the next time I see you, and, <laughs> and be like, "Ooh, Google guy got a little clap." <laughs> that that's you. That is fired up. <laughs> <laughs> that speaks to you. Dude, you got to pepper in Mickey Mouse shit here. <laughs> yeah, getting mad about the transfer portal. That's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> For example, uh, add about real things. The ref's not calling holding in a game, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All right. Let, let's get to those games. And let's get to the game where the refs did call holding multiple times on USC's offensive line in a just a I mean, I was just torn were, up. Ned, Ned, what were one. those calls for the Notre Dame game and the USC game? They, they were just saving it up for this game. Uh-huh. I mean, and I was just truly, truly torn up to see USC get their teeth kicked in by Utah. 47 to 24. Caleb Williams was a little hobbled. Um, as much as the guy annoys me, um, the fingernails thing was cute or whatever. Um, he still had a very good game, even while playing like one leg for the most part. Uh, still very effective with the pass. Um, but USC's defense decided just to not play in the second half whatsoever. Yeah, it's a typical Alex Grinch defense. Um, kind of oh. poppy throughout the year, and then towards the end, fundamentals optional. Um, I think there was one play where three Trojans ran into each other, which is just – I love seeing that shit because it's <laughs> so funny to me. But, yeah, uh, USC's defense, 119th out of 131. Um not great. Uh, it's kind of a testament to how Caleb Williams played, I guess, to keep them in this game. But Utah, yeah, Utah pulled to Utah. They just did what they did to Oregon twice last year and just beat them over their head. Um, yeah, it, they it, just, it, I mean, yeah. As you can talk about scheme and talent and uh, tangibles and all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, Utah was just more violent. They were more physical. They were just downright meaner than USC was. And USC didn't want to – they did not want to play. They, yeah. they they stuck their hand in the garbage disposal. They touched the stove and said they went running home to mom. Did not want to play in this game. At one point, Utah's receiver caught the ball and just like really just threw the guy off it mm-hmm. and yeah. walked. And I was like, this just – you're not playing the same sport. You play, you're playing that – Razzle dazzle West Coast football. Well, you don't want to get in there and hit nobody, but brother, the East want to hit somebody. This is what happens when USC goes just coast through a season playing nobody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we, you know, we we deserve to win the championship." And then Utah comes in, who's been grinding it out week after week, and it's like, "None of no. yeah. this is football. This ain't I no mean, that, painting I mean, my fingernails bullshit." Yeah, and we saw it against uh, a lot of USC's opponents this year. That defense is really bad. Oh, I yeah. mean, just truly. And then when a player like Caleb Williams, and he will probably win the Heisman um, next, or is it this weekend, and he probably should. For as much as I, you know, bitched and moaned about the the holding that was or wasn't against Notre Dame, it was phenomenal in that game, and that's why they won the game, and that's why they've won a ton of games this year. But when he's once he stops being at at a hundred percent or even ninety percent, they got blown out, and yeah, they, they it just speaks to how how bad the defense was. <clears throat> and you know, I know Travis Dye broke his foot, I believe, or his leg, so he's he's out for the year. Austin Jones was had a lot of success against a very good Notre Dame defense on the ground uh, last week. This week, fifteen carries, thirty five yards, yeah. along along of nine. Like Utah bottled them up. They. 11 tackles for a loss. They broke up five passes. They were just creating havoc everywhere, every any way they could. And USC just, I mean, completely could not handle it. They just, nope. it looked like they were, it was. Yeah, I mean, they, it, they just came apart in the fourth quarter. It yeah, was... I mean, we were, we were tied at halftime. Utah was up, but touchdown going into the fourth. And then the dam just burst. And USC yeah. could not hang with them. Nope. Um, so, I mean, 
it's a tough break for USC. They're out of the playoff, but unfortunately, I'm sure they'll be back once they recruit a little more on that back end, once they recruit yeah. more on the lines. Uh, but for this year, I can be happy because USC is not back in the playoff. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll say that, so I'm just enjoying it while I can. And again, hats off to Utah. Second straight conference championship for these guys, second straight Rose Bowl. Um, it's a hell of a team. It's a hell of a team. Yeah, get those championships while this conference lasts, Utah. Yeah. Oh, no, start now because once the, once USC leaves, you can probably keep it rolling for a minute. That's true. All right. Our, our next game, game of the day, game of the weekend, Kansas State 31, TCU 28. We said it all year. They can't keep getting away with this, and they finally couldn't. Uh, TCU just Barely. Fought. Barely. I mean, once they came back and, and hit that comeback, I was like, they're going to win again. It's going to happen. But just uh, Max Duggan was rumbling and bumbling down, you know, and just getting beat up. And, I, you know, I, I saw something where um, the team was actually scared to keep running QB sneaks in overtime because Max Duggan was banged up. He just, was, oh, he was as white as a ghost. Yeah. He, he did not look good. He was bleeding everywhere from the turf. He was just like, after they scored, he was like, do not touch me. Like he, he, he threw the two-point conversion to tie it, and I was like, I'm going to go over to the bench and perish right yeah, now. Yeah. Don't touch me. He just, like, flopped into the end zone when they tied yeah. it, you know? And it was like you watched the video of their, you know, reaction making the playoffs, and the whole team's going nuts, and he's just kind of sitting there, like, looking a little excited, but you kind of think of the back of his, like, Fuck. Like two more games of just carrying the team on my back. Yeah. Um th- this game was awesome. Um it was a great one, yeah. Yeah, Kansas State's a very good team. Um you know what really struck me about <coughs> excuse me about this game is um TCU's offensive line is bad. Mm-hmm. Max Duggan is running for his life a lot. And I think that's part of the reason why he had so many uh nicks and cuts and was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Um Part of it is because he's a gamer, but a lot of it is because um, he was just like, yeah, running for his life. Um, he, he only fifty percent completion. I think a lot of that's due to the pressure Kansas State was bringing. Was right. able to bring. They um, Kansas State was down uh, a lot, not a lot, but they were down some key players on that defensive line. Um, yeah, which is like a huge testament to to that goal line stand they made in overtime. Um, I mean, uh, I've seen there that Kansas State is actually like one of the best teams in the country in stopping the power run on later downs on third and fourth downs. So that is definitely a problem on the other side of the ball for TCU to um, with their O line to fix that going up against a pretty damn good run defensive team in Michigan. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know how, how that one's going to go for them, to be honest with you. I think um, Michigan is uniquely positioned, maybe not uniquely. George would be similar to really give them problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I think poor old Max Duggan. It's not great. He didn't start the year for TCU, and, and just looking at the matchup, I don't think he will finish it either. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Yeah, but. Gamer, 15 carries, 110, 250 passing. I mean, basically just willed them to to uh, tie it and then, you know, lose uh, on a field goal in overtime. Um, great game, great season for TCU. They deserve to be in the playoff. And I think, honestly, I was looking at the lines. I think this might be the first time both 
Um, semifinals, the spread is like a touchdown. Oh, that's not oh, – yeah. And like I, we'll see how that goes as the weeks progress, but that, that is close for both games. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just some of the things – some of those playoff semifinals, you know, I was thinking about, I was like, Alabama versus Washington. They had to be like two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Or versus Michigan State. Or first Notre Dame. Um, like yeah, it think, had I to think, be. I think Georgia, Michigan, I think Georgia was favored by like 14, 15 points that game. Yeah. And then I think, I don't even remember who Alabama played last year. But. It might have been less than that. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, think... yeah, it is. It is. Pretty close for both squads or both uh, matchups. So I'm missing that. All right. Speaking of those George Bulldogs, 50 to 30 over LSU in a game that was, I mean, it was over after the first quarter. Um, Jay and Daniels was not 100%, took a big shot, I think, on the first, maybe the second drive. Yeah. Yeah. He was, it was, there's not really much to talk about in this one. Um, yeah. I mean, Garrett Nussmeyer came in admirably after uh, Jaden Daniels got hurt. Um, I was pretty impressed with him, honestly. Oh, yeah. He, he, he was slinging it. Um, uh, he was averaging like almost 11 yards a pass. Um, Keyshawn Boutte showed up in this game. Um, six for 107 and a touchdown. Where's that been all year? I know. Oh, and, and look, he's staying in school. Mm-hmm. Probably because, that's probably, probably a good decision on his part. And um, NIL probably helps. Oh, my yeah. God. The sport but, is being destroyed. What a concept! I'm it, gonna. Get- it, it it is concerning that Georgia had a, a, like over a 500 yards, um, like five or six, five or four, whatever. It's somewhere up there. Just a fifth ring pass defense is getting beat a lot on the deep ball. Was kind of concerning, um, yeah. especially going against a team that may or may not have. Uh, Jackson's with the Jigbo back with CJ Stroud. Not not a great look, but I'm not overly all concerned. Um, Georgia was Georgia in this game. Loved the Philly special to drop a 50 burger here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fantastic. That was a great troll job by Kirby. I felt like Stetson Bennett was Stetson Bennett. I'm I'm honestly surprised that he got a, a nomination for um, the Heisman. I did not think like he had a great year this year. He was posting great oh. numbers, but. It, I- Let's talk. Let's talk about that. I swear this is like similar to all of a sudden um, at every school board meeting in Northern Virginia, parents were mad about um, books that were like black people shouldn't be enslaved anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, all, that was all just like artificial grassroots. Um, what's it called? Astroturfing. I feel like we're sitting in a similar situation with Stetson Pennant being old jokes. Hey, I don't from? know. I don't know. I don't know what happened here. I, this this I was, was not. This was it, not a discussion until like eight days ago. Like it, yeah, it, the, the haters play. went from oh he stinks. He's you know he's got defense that carries him. He's a walk on. You know he's got these star running backs, these star receivers. Look at Brock Bowers. Look at this six six foot giant Darnell Washington. And then all of a sudden it's like it's not fair. He's beating eighteen and nineteen year olds. He's- 27 and i was like what i was like wait i was like all of a sudden everyone was like well whatever he can rent a car um he is he has to eat early at denny's um all this stuff and i was like movies for cheaper than us 
Yeah, like all of a sudden it was like someone flipped a switch and they're like, it's the Stetson Bennett's old time. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, it's like, no wonder he's shitting on them. They're East Throwing over against 1890. I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? Yeah, that was it's bizarre. bizarre. It's just, and, it's, you know, it's, it's just spearheaded by Bama fans because their butt hurt and they didn't make it in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, you're the Georgia fan. I would think if anyone had seen this before, because, like, for example, when people are making jokes at Notre Dame's expense, I'm on it from week one. I've seen it. But, yeah, all of a sudden, eight days ago, like you said, they're just like, well, he's old. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Hendon Hooker's old, too. He, he's been in college football for, like, six or seven years, and no one's bringing that up. Yeah. I don't know. It, very weird. But, yeah, <laughs> Georgia kicked the shit out of them. And, like, I mean, I know you have concerns about the five. It's five two, actually. I'm looking at the box score. Um, yards yeah, allowed. Yeah, Hendon Hooker's 24. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Barely, Everyone barely, will... barely a year younger than Sesson Bennett. Yeah. Everyone relax. <clears throat> to, to close the loop here, I mean, you said, hey, Georgia allowed 502. I think Georgia was pretty checked out in this game, especially yeah. it was 35-10 at halftime. After the Dr. Pepper tuition giveaway travesty, how could anyone focus? Man, that was wild. Was that the right. Georgia LSU game? Yeah. Did you did you hear like were you paying attention? I, like I wasn't really paying attention to the rest of the second half basically because you know I was like oh Georgia won basically, uh, but I did hear that they did give that girl the money. Like yeah, like, I guess we we just want to say we also gave her what was a thousand dollars, but for the <laughs> listeners that if, if you didn't see this, it was like the every game does a Dr Pepper halftime show where it's these two ki- college kids throwing footballs into little holes in a Dr Pepper can. Whoever gets the most gets a hundred thousand dollars in scholarship funds. Basically, it went to double overtime, <laughs> double overtime, and it tied again, and some girl. One due to some off the camera tiebreaker that no one know, knew about, that yes. none of the viewers knew about it, and the fans were letting them have it. I did not like that. That was the most crowd interaction for that game. It, it was nonstop booing. People were digging into the archives, opening the third eye on Twitter, saying, "Oh, she went to Baylor. Do you know what else was made in Waco, Texas? Dr. Mm-hmm. Pepper." Ooh, I, oh, yeah. I honestly I hadn't seen that, and I'm loving hearing this right now. Oh yeah, it, it was great. People were digging in deep, and then in like third quarter, the sideline reporter was like, "Hey, by the way, we're we're giving her a hundred thousand dollars too to the woman who did not win." Yeah, that um, that's we're talking more about this in the Georgia game itself. Yeah, I, that really sums it up. Um, yeah, another absolute snoozer. Um, our, the last conference championship game we're going to touch on here, um, Michigan 43, Purdue 22. Um, you can't win games by kicking field goals. I Well, yes. All right. This pissed me off. Like Go off. It, this just it, – it, it's like, you know, you hang around Michigan most of the game, right? It's, it's – you're down by one at halftime. They're starting to come away a little bit in the second half, but you have chance that every time I'd look, Purdue would have a chance to cut the lead. Before it happened like three or four times, cut the lead, they can get close, and then they get into a spot where you have to go for it. You're down by like fourteen, and it's like you just walked away from your controller playing NCAA football, and the, the AI auto selected field goal. It, it, it happened three times, I think, and I was like, this this is awful. What are you doing? Yeah, you're not even playing to win. You're just like I'm just mitigating the disaster. It is 
I mean, I, I think we bring we must bring this up every other week. Kiffin versus Alabama last year, when he went for it on fourth down a bunch, he got burned. But that is how you have to win these games when you're at a, a crazy talent deficiency. And for for that point, Purdue was losing by a million points at, at that point. With a lot of these, yeah. it's yeah. like. What are you doing? I mean, I'm sure some of them took it from a four-score game to a four-score game. Um, that's not going to help. And it's not like, you know, they weren't doing anything offensively. They had almost f- over 450 yards on offense. So they were getting in position. They were playing ball. And it's when they get a chance to make a splash, their coach like, no, 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 I'm done. Uh, yeah. I, I, does he, did he have some, like, team total bet himself? He's like, we got to get over 20. I mean, it's just fourth and zero. Oh, no. So I, I guess they got unsportsmanlike conduct there. So it wasn't fourth and inches. But it's still, some of these, it's like fourth and six. You're down 28 to 19 in the fourth quarter. Um, or no, 28 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and it's a 27 yard field goal. To, to take it from a two score game to a two score game. Idiot. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then, okay, oh, it's 20, it's 36 19. Uh, we're down 17 points. Um, fourth, you know, yep, we got to take it from a three-score game to a two-score game. Hey, you did it, guys, with um, five minutes left in the game. Great job. Oh, and then you allowed a touchdown. All right, well, whoops. Yeah, like, if you scored two touchdowns before that last Michigan sealed the game touchdown, just to put them out of their misery, you're probably within a couple points, right? Yeah, I mean, in the second quarter, it's 14-10. There's a minute left in the – a minute 23 left in the half. Go – just go for it. It's 28-25 for the first touchdown. Close game. Punt. You know, then they go 36-25. Then 31-35. Like, come on. Like, just – yeah. It was boring. It really, like, detracted for the end of the night. Like, great. What a great ending, Purdue. Thank you so fucking much. Yeah. Cowardly coaching, Michigan gashed them. I mean, McCarthy only threw for 17, 17 times, and he almost 10 yards to throw still. They ran for over 225, easy. I mean, it was just easy for Michigan. Um, this wasn't much of a game, but not like we expected it to be. But if you're Purdue, you got to go for it. You don't you don't get points for only losing by a little bit here. Um, stinker. All right, let's get to studs and duds. Um, Patrick, who – is your dud? My dud, um, man, there's a lot to choose from thinking about it now. Probably DJU. Um, that well, I, I didn't really watch this game much, but I have a feeling that they just went like DJ either came out towards the end of the game, but he's that, that story is done. Close that book. They said, um, they were like, okay, it's time for him to like. They say Klubnik was always going to get the third series. And then he just did so well in that third series that, like, we have to leave him in. Yeah. But I was like, that's such a weird description. I was like, that's such a weird plan. But, I mean, Klubnik was great in this game. Um, If I can spoil it, I mean, I think he might be my stud. Um, Because he came in in relief through 279, just 24 passes. 11.6 11.6 uh, yards per throw, a touchdown. He was running the ball well. He ran for a touchdown. Um, and this is crazy because in the games he's played up to this point, he's been bad. Yeah. 
Like I, I think we said it last week. There's a reason he hasn't played. Um, for example, he came against Notre Dame through one pass and it was an interception. He finished the game with a quarterback rating of this is not a typo minus two hundred. But um, he came in. The, he came in against Syracuse. They were scared to throw the throw the ball with him in there. Um, but he he really he really showed up in this game. Um, so hats off to him. My dad is, is Jeff Brom for the field goal thing. Come on, ah, he's my fire his ass. We'll just get that oh, one okay. out of the way too. Just oh. I'm like even though he went to Louisville, I was like, oh, yeah. I'll just see him like fire him, fire this man. Good ratings. Yeah. Um, my stud was the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, congrats to them. A nice round of applause. Went in the AAC. Um, I, I'm a big. I'm, I'm like throughout the past month or two, I've been like growing on me with Tulane, that angry ass green wave. It's like, goddamn, they mean business. Um, very menacing mascot, but hey, they they kick some ass against UCF. Keep Gus Mills on the business. Good for them. Um, much deserved conference championship for a very very talented team, and they get a New Year's Six ball out of it. So yeah, that's awesome. And I hope they beat USC. That would Kill- be wonderful. But but what if Caleb Williams paints like fuck and he does a little angry wave on his nails? I mean that'd just be impressive artistically. Uh, a YI auto mascot. So great. Yeah. Hey. Uh, my dad is Taylor Green from Boise State. Um, I hyped you up all year, Broncos. I was like, they're actually pretty good. Lose the conference championship game 28 to 16 to Fresno State. Taylor Green, after coming in in relief of Bachmeyer, stepping up more of a dual threat. Only 205 total yards, uh, less than 50% passing, two picks. Tough, tough game for the Broncos, tough game for Green. But nine and four, eight and no uh, going into this. Uh, you know, I'll say, hey, I, I was more right than you were. Yeah. Um, and then my other stud is Buffalo. Um, mm. If you were like, wait, why was Buffalo playing? They weren't in the MAC championship. <clears throat> well, let me tell you. Um, due to that crazy snowstorm um, that like postponed the Bills game, I think there was like literally six feet, six and a half feet of snow in Buffalo. Um, Buffalo could not play Akron a few weeks ago. So the conference said, hey, let's move this game because Buffalo again was five and six. And so to get a bowl game to become bowl eligible, they had to win one more game. So they played this game on Friday at one o'clock. Um, and it was a doozy. Akron scored to take the lead um, <clears throat> with, let's see, eight and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were up 22 to 17. And then Buffalo missed a field goal. And then Akron punted. Buffalo got the ball back. They got, they got it back with seven minutes left. They said, okay, here's our time. They four plays, 26 yards, threw a bad pick. Mm-hmm. And there's like, uh oh, it's all over for the bit for mm-hmm. the bowl. They're not getting bowl eligible. The very next play, Akron fumbles. <laughs> Buffalo got the ball back, drove 60 yards for the for the game winning touchdown. Uh, scored it with like no time left on the clock. It was an absolutely phenomenal game, pure action. Friday at one o'clock, and they became bowl eligible. So hey, hats off to the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hats off to them for sure. It was also very funny to see Akron playing so hard in this game. That's two and nine going to this game. Akron one and six in the MAC heading in, and they're like, "We're gonna." It was nine nothing Akron after the first quarter. They're like, "We are going to ruin their day." Yeah, ruin their entire season. And I love seeing it, but 
on them. Pure sickos football to close the year. Um, let's get to Fire's ass. Patrick, you said Jeff Brom. Um, mine's going to be Mac Brown. Like a million guys have entered, have entered the transfer portal. While we've been recording, a former five Yeah. It just entered as well. That was like the only two options. I picked Jeff Brown solely because I knew you were going to pick Mac Brown. Yeah. Um, uh oh. They Drake may said, "Hey, I'm not leaving." I don't. I don't know if I buy that. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think Mac Brown's second tenure is going to be coming to a close very, very soon. Yeah. All the guides like. <clears throat> Like I know, I know, I, I complained about people complaining about the transfer portal earlier, but when a lot of guys enter all at once, and the coach is still there, that's when that's sort of interesting to me because I wonder what's going on there. I yeah. think other than UNC, I think that's just their twelfth guy to enter. Oklahoma State has had like ten guys enter. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm like, what's what's going on there? Like, are is Gundy about to be fired? Is Mike Brown about to be fired? Like, what, what's the story? Yeah, yeah. Spencer Sanders is leaving. All that shit. I did see his top two destinations are Florida, um, who's had a bit of quarterback turnover the past uh, week, as we touched on. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the second is Notre Dame, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. But... I don't know. I'd be kind of excited for that as your quarterback. He kind of put his team on the back uh, offensively for the uh, Cowboys this year. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Like last year, he had like an interception problem. This year, he like really like cut those out and was really uh, successful for them. Yeah, if not all the way healthy. All right, that is it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week to break down the bowl games. We'll be back the week after that to break down the New Year Six and the college football playoff. Then, as we get, hit that beautiful week between Christmas and New Year's, when no one's doing anything, we will also not be taking that week off. To spend time with our quote-unquote families. For me, it's watching watching those bowl games. That's right. But research, and then, we'll, then we'll, exactly for the, and then the week after that, we'll be back to preview the national championship game, which will be um, Ohio State versus TCU. Right, Patrick? That's right. No. <laughs> yeah, got it, folks. We got him. <laughs> See everyone next week. Go dogs. <laughs>